Today's guest is Mary Kennedy. Mary is an actress and stand-up comedian. Mary was an actress in Shameless. Mary also was in Sketches for Conan. Mary has also been nominated for two Broadway World Awards. Please welcome Mary Kennedy. Hi, um, good. I actually had an early release at school, so really good. <laughs> so you get to talk to me. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. <laughs> Are you doing any... So, Wait, so you were from Marlboro? Um, I live in a little town right near there from a in Ayo. I am from Marblehead, which oh. sometimes is confused for Marlboro. Marblehead is a little sea fishing town. 20 minutes north of Boston, near where the Salem witches were, and it's surrounded by water and regret. Okay. So there you go. (laughs) Okay. That place, Salem, always creeps me out whenever I go there. Like, it's just so, like, haunted, I feel like. Well, it probably is, but do you know that the witch trials did not take place there? Oh, it didn't? It took place in Danvers, Massachusetts, which is right next door, Uh and in Danvers, Massachusetts, and now where the witches were burial, buried is now a mall. It's oh, the, It's the Liberty Tree Mall. So okay. there's your history for, for today. Oh, well, that's all I would expect it to be in Salem, but I guess not. So, no. um, so every episode I start off by asking the comedian, what's the worst heckler you have ever had? was somebody who actually beat me up on stage. Oh, jeez. <laughs> is it okay? I mean, are your parents going to be upset with me if I tell you this story? Oh, no. Okay. They've had comedians, like, swear so much and they didn't mind. Okay. All right. Good. Um, so, uh, there's a thing called crowd work. Have you ever done crowd work? Oh, yeah. Work? I have. So, I was hosting a show in Los Angeles outside <laughs> before COVID. This was, like, before my kids were even born. <laughs> Maybe even before you were born. Okay. And um, I I talked to a woman in the audience who had been drinking, mm-hmm. and she wasn't very nice, and mm-hmm. I said something to her she didn't like, and then she came on stage and ended up uh, grabbing my arm, scratching my arm, and hitting my head with her purse. Oh, jeez. And then, and then I kept hosting because that's what we do. We keep hosting. Oh. And then I was on stage still doing it, and then she left the facility and went outside and grabbed two rocks from the fountain and threw them at my head. Oh, but geez. they missed my head and I stopped hosting after I almost got hit in the head. With Were the they big rocks? Yes. Oh, geez. <laughs> um, I like can't believe like even if you're drunk, people don't even do that. If they're drunk usually. Well, yeah, but you live in Massachusetts. I'm mm-hmm. sure you've seen a lot of. I mean, Massachusetts mm-hmm. invented drinking, so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you've probably seen, but yeah, that was the worst. Mm-hmm. That was the worst uh, heckler I've ever had, and uh, they didn't catch her. Oh, she geez. ran away from the police, and I got blamed mm-hmm. because I said something mean to her, and so Uh-oh. I couldn't go back to that venue uh, for many years. I feel like the woman was an older woman that did that. No, she was actually a younger woman. Oh, I can oh, because I can imagine like a seventy-year-old doing that. Like a 70-year-old, like, she's just like, oh, I'm sick of all of this. My, my kids put me in a retirement home and all of that. 
she was angry. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, she was very angry. But the audience was really shocked. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I kept going. I kept the show going. The mm-hmm. show must go on. Yeah, I heard that there's, like, there have been a few incidents where, like, the heckler has had a gun before. Really? Yeah, like, um, I was talking to this other comedian, and he said that a heckler pointed a gun. Yeah. So what What do your parents, now, have you, did you do stand-up comedy before Zoom, or did you start in Zoom? Um, I started one show before Zoom. So what do your parents do about your safety? Are they close to the stage? Um, well, it wasn't, there was only, like, 20 people there. They they are still there, and my dad's, like, a bigger buff guy, so, like, I think my dad could take someone, but, um, we, it wasn't, like, no one was drinking there, like, we knew practically everyone there, so, because it was, um, at a community college for a, um, class that we took, so I saw that, like, my parents were both there, but we weren't really worried about anyone attacking but after COVID, because we do virtually, I don't know. So are you going to go on stage in person after COVID? Um, yeah, I'm probably going to do the comedy studio because um, um, the guy um, that owns it, Rick Jenkins, invited me there. Yeah, Rick is great. Rick mm-hmm, actually yeah. gave me one of my first opportunities in stand-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that Sierra Silverman used to perform at the comedy studio. Yep. Mm-hmm. She did. It's and um, who else? Stephen Wright has been at the wow. comedy studio. It's so crazy, like how like everyone knows each comedy like um place, like comedy club. Like, well, besides like from the big places like the comedy store, everyone knows every location. Well, yeah, because it's a small world, mm-hmm, yeah. and now with Zoom, it's even mm-hmm. smaller. Yeah, um, I feel like yeah. So did you? Did you, like, start doing Zoom right away or what? So, I have been doing comedy for 23 years. Mm -hmm. I started in New York, Mm -hmm. actually, not Boston, believe it Mm -hmm. or not. And then I I went and did some gigs in Boston, and then Mm -hmm. I moved out to L.A. Mm -hmm. And so, I teach comedy Mm -hmm. and acting, and Mm -hmm. I knew that if I didn't keep myself working this comedy Mm -hmm. muscle... Mm-hmm. that I would have become rusty. So I yeah. started I started Zoom as yeah. soon as it started. Mm-hmm, yeah. Zoom has actually opened up a lot of doors for me because of, like, um, I usually can't perform that much. Yeah. Right. Well, because you're under 18. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it, or under 21 in mm-hmm. some clubs. Yeah. So, uh, no, I've enjoyed it. I've been working mm-hmm. on my TV set because we yeah. have a camera, right? Okay. So that's what I've been working on. Oh, okay, cool. Wait, a TV set? Mm-hmm. Oh, so what What show are you doing it for? So there's two. I can't really talk about it, but oh. you're getting an exclusive. But okay. there's two There's two networks that I've been sending my, um, okay. my comedy sets to. Mm-hmm. So I've been working my hour because I'm headlining a lot since I was mm-hmm. on yeah. Shameless. Mm-hmm. So I've been working my set a yeah. lot on Zoom. Speaking of Shameless, one of the questions I had for you was, what was the experience like being an actress for Shameless? It was one of the best experiences mm-hmm. I've ever had on set. Mm-hmm. Um, this week is the last yeah. episode mm-hmm. of Shameless. Um, I got to work with Bill Macy, who's mm-hmm. the lead Gallagher, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Emmy Rossum. I got mm-hmm. to be in a scene with her, and she directed mm-hmm. me in an episode. Okay. Um, 
It was incredible. It was a show that I was a huge fan of, and then when I got cast and mm-hmm. I became part of the new family, mm-hmm. yeah. it was a dream come mm-hmm. true, and, yeah. and it was, it's been the best mm-hmm. gig I've ever had. Yeah. Once I tried to start watching Shameless, then my mom was like, ah, no, you can't. Like, I, I was, it's just like, I, and then I was like, oh, I didn't know all this stuff happened. My kids have not watched my episodes. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't, yeah. I don't allow them to watch it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Good call. Mom, good call. Yeah. So, like, it's one of those things, like, where you get to, like, when you do a show where you get to, like, a lot of times meet your idols. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I met Bill Macy. Mm-hmm. I met Emmy Rossum. I met Shanola Hampton mm-hmm. and Steve Howie and, you know, um, the guy who plays Lip. I got to meet the whole cast. Emma Kenny, you know, um, just just so many of my heroes. Yeah. And they were so lovely. They yeah. accepted me into the cast as soon as I was there. Yeah, a lot of times Jeremy, Jeremy Allen White is Lip. Okay. Jeremy Allen. Um, is Lip that guy that um like has a bunch of hair? Like and he's an older <laughs> guy, like looks like a grandfather? No, that's Frank. Okay. That's, that's Bill Macy. Okay. Lip Lip is the younger guy who smokes a lot, who's kinda oh. rough around the edges. Okay, I watched, like, yeah. I, like, walked into my mom's room a few times, like, when she was watching it, so I sort of know a little about it, but not a lot. Yeah, it's probably not a show you should be watching. Yeah. However, it's about a, um Irish family in mm-hmm. Chicago, and since you live in the Boston area, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, there's a lot of people that are mm-hmm. just like that family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, um... So, you were the, a third cu- cousin of the Kennedys? Yep. Have you ever... What's it like being that? <laughs> well, I have a joke in my act where I say I'm third cousins with the Kennedy families. All of the tragedy, none of the money. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it's been interesting. I mean, people mm-hmm. remember my name all the time. Yeah. They remember Mary mm-hmm. Kennedy. Um, I never have met them mm-hmm. my father okay. did my father spent a summer mm-hmm. at the compound in mm-hmm. Hyannisport okay. um but it's it's an interesting lineage mm-hmm. it's it, I mean Kennedy's for many years mm-hmm. were considered royalty in mm-hmm. Boston right mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's been a it's mm-hmm. been an interesting namesake yeah, I actually um, heard one of my teachers talking. I felt like I've heard you say that before, but I didn't know if that was you or not. Because once I heard a teacher talking about, like, how that his grandfather was, like, this rich business magnet and everything, how he got, like, none of the money. And it was sort of depressing. I was like, geez, okay, we get the point. <laughs> well, listen, Joe, Grandpa Joe, or mm-hmm. Uncle Joe, or whatever, um... Basically, John F. Kennedy, his mm-hmm. son, mm-hmm. his great-great-grandfather, mm-hmm. or no, his great-grandfather, I think, and my great-great-grandfather mm-hmm. were brothers. So that's okay. how the lineage goes. Um, Joe was the patriarch of the family, mm-hmm. and he he was, uh, you know, he was a bootlegger in mm-hmm. Prohibition, mm-hmm. meaning when uh, they said there was no alcohol, mm-hmm. he was bringing alcohol in and making okay. lots of money that way, mm-hmm. and then... He wanted his sons in politics, mm-hmm. and so John Kennedy, Jack mm-hmm. Kennedy, uh, went went on the line of politics, and then mm-hmm. Ted Kennedy was a senator for Massachusetts mm-hmm. for a very long time. Yeah, that's sort of, like, like, sort of crazy, like, how, like, small the world is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but the fact that you, it's interesting, because my daughter and son, when they studied 
JFK, John F. Kennedy, mm-hmm. in, uh, the president, in mm-hmm. class, and they said they were cousins with mm-hmm. him. Nobody believed them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's one of those things, like, um, my um mom's, I think, I forget how we're related, but my mom's, like, my mom's mom my angel grammy um she, she was actually like cousins i think with um the person that was on the um i f- the challenger um she was the teacher when it blew up oh no mm-hmm. well that's sad yeah it's sort of like odd though like how like close you can be to these celebrities without even knowing it well and look at all the people you get to work with all the mm-hmm. time now yeah it is sort of cool like working with all these famous people like you. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're just people though. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm a character actress. I'm not yeah. like, you know, I'm not on the cover of Vogue mm-hmm. or Cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. But I'm recognizable now, but I can yeah. go to the store. I can go places. I don't need I don't have paparazzi following mm-hmm. me or any of that. Yeah. So it's sort of like DOC level cuz I hear there's like certain levels to being famous. So am I a C level? <laughs> I I don't know because I don't even know because I hear that's good, but then it sounds sort of bad. But apparently it's good. Like Joe Rogan's a C level. Oh well, if Joe Rogan is considered a C level, then I'm probably a D or an E level. Yeah, Joe Rogan's a little bit higher on yeah. the scale mm-hmm. of things, probably. <laughs> so you toured doing stand up comedy for. Over 20 years, what are some of the craziest places you have ever performed at? Uh, well, I performed at a funeral home. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, all right, let me let me give you the, the, the truth of it. Um, there was a funeral, and then to get out of the funeral home, you had to go through a bar mm-hmm. to leave to get to your car. Mm-hmm. So I was performing in the bar mm-hmm. outside the funeral home. But I mm-hmm. was performing for people who had just lost somebody. Oh, geez. So, yeah. Well, listen, in the Irish tradition, it's very, when somebody dies, you have a party. Oh. So, I kind of understood it, but it still was weird. Yeah. It still was a big gig. Yeah, because I'm, uh, that actually, I wonder, that's, I wonder how, like, if I, I'm also Irish, um, I'm ashamed to say it, though, um. <laughs> Why? Why are you I, I don't it? know. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like it's associated with drinking at pubs and sitting your papa sitting along with the people that sing. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, but I also hear it's associated with Lucky Charms. Yeah. So, the cereal, so. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so, um, did you make anyone laugh or no? Well, the good news was I wasn't the first comic up and I wasn't okay. the host. So by the okay. time they got to me, they were ready to laugh. Plus, it was a bar, so mm-hmm. people were drinking, mm-hmm. so their guard was down. But that yeah. was an odd gig. I did mm-hmm. a I did another gig on a Greyhound bus that broke down. A gr- What's a Greyhound gig. bus? <laughs> on a Greyhound bus, I used the, the little mic as my microphone, you know, where the bus driver talks mm-hmm. to you. Yeah, but what's so, a Greyhound bus? A Greyhound bus? You've never seen a Greyhound bus? It's the bus that goes from Boston to New York. Oh. It's a big bus. I didn't know so, that. I was wondering why it was called Greyhound bus. I didn't know if there was, like, Greyhounds in it. No, but the, that's the sign of the company. So I did that gig. That was Those were, like, the bad gigs. Mm-hmm. But I've also done amazing gigs in mm-hmm. front of, you know, thousands of people. Yeah. Um, 
I did a gig with my mom who mm-hmm. had a band. My mom mm-hmm. played piano and my mm-hmm. mom opened for me, which was really fun. Yeah. Wait, so did, did you open for a lot of people? Is that how you got in front of thousands of people? Um, so what happened was I was featuring a lot, which means mm-hmm. yeah. I was the comic after the MC. Because yeah. sometimes there's gigs with only three comics. Yeah. So it would be the host, then me, then the then the headliner. So mm-hmm. I featured for David Allen Greer. Mm-hmm. Um, at Hampton, Hampton's Comedy Festival, I featured for Joy Behar. Mm-hmm. Um, I featured for Lisa Lampanelli. Okay. Um, okay. I featured for, let's see, mm-hmm. there's, I'm trying to think. I, I, I'm kind of losing my mind on it. It's mm-hmm. been so many. Mm-hmm. Um, I've featured for, oh, um, oh Michael Rappaport. Mm-hmm. I've featured for, so there's a whole list of people yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, and mm-hmm. now I'm headlining because of my Shameless mm-hmm. and my Conan credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool, like, how, like, that can happen. Um, I forget this other story, but I'm pretty sure, like, um, I wonder, like, how famous Dave Chappelle, like, how many gig opportunities he got after, like, the Chappelle show. Well, do you remember what happened with the Chappelle show? Um, well, he actually um ended it, I think, because he didn't want to have it anymore. Right, and then he went into hiding, mm-hmm. and now he's back. I think, listen, Chappelle started really, really, really young. Mm-hmm. I started in my 20s, mm-hmm. and I was able to come up with a lot of mm-hmm. interesting comments. Mm-hmm. Like Lisa Lampanelli right now is mm-hmm. on the show Hysterical. Mm-hmm. Jessica Kirshen mm-hmm. is on the, the show Hysterical mm-hmm. for FX. Mm-hmm. I came up with a lot of really strong women. I featured mm-hmm. for Margaret Cho mm-hmm. yeah. at one point. Mm-hmm. So um, you get these opportunities by being in the comedy rooms. Mm-hmm. Jerry Seinfeld bumped me. He, oh, he came in, I was producing a show at mm-hmm. Stand Up New York, and he had to do a set, and he said, do you mind if I bump you? And I go, of course, go ahead, and okay. he did, he did his set, and mm-hmm. then he stayed and watched my set afterwards, which I thought oh, was really geez. nice. That's pretty cool. Was it um, at Gotham Comedy Club? Stand Up New York. Okay, because I know, like, the, does he own Gotham Comedy, like, does he own, a, like, a stake of it or anything? Because, like, I, he's... I I uh, I feel like I've heard something like that before. So, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, like it's sort of like certain comedians, like, have, like, their own places they perform at a lot, like their home comedy club, and sometimes those people are famous. So if you're performing at that place, you might be able to see them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, oh, um, I don't think that, like, comedians... So, actually, I forget what I was going to say. Um... <laughs> so you ask me anything okay so um what made you want to do stand-up comedy um well i i'm a performer at mm-hmm. heart and i actually left performing for a while to be mm-hmm. behind the scenes mm-hmm. right uh and i represented actors on broadway mm-hmm. in contracts so i did okay. some legal stuff right mm-hmm. yeah um and I couldn't audition mm-hmm. when I did that job. It was mm-hmm. a conflict. It was a conflict. Mm-hmm. So a boyfriend of mine at the time told me I was funny, and he said you should try stand up. Mm-hmm. And in New York, I started working with American Comedy Institute, mm-hmm. and I did okay. my first show at Stand Up New York, mm-hmm. and I fell in love. The okay. first time I did a set, I knew I knew this was for me. I yeah. loved it so much. I know that feeling too. It's actually um, I've actually before I even performed once, I actually even fell in love before I even performed, like, just write-in jokes. Um, like, I've been, like, just, like, I would, uh, that's really just, like, 
but the time I started, I performed, because I performed a year after I did my first, um, I performed a year after I started writing jokes, and that's when I fell in love with comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great outlet, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's fun to express mm-hmm. yourself that way, right? Yeah. So, um, what are some of the places you've been to by, um, doing stand-up comedy? Like, where I've toured? Yeah. Okay, so I have been, um, I've done stand-up all mm-hmm. over the United States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done it in Florida, mm-hmm. I've done it in New York, I've mm-hmm. done it in, I've also done comedy in Canada. Oh. Um, I've done comedy, actually, mm-hmm. on Zoom in mm-hmm. Canada. Um, I've done all over the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done, I did shows in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been probably mm-hmm. in every state around the center of our mm-hmm. country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've done, I've done a mm-hmm. gig there. Yeah. That is like, so you basic, yeah, that's something I like about comedy, how much you travel. Yeah, the road. So I did the road um, a lot before mm-hmm. I had my children. And I mm-hmm. actually was on the road uh, over 15 mm-hmm. weeks when I was pregnant with my mm-hmm. first oh, child, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. And so I toured when I was pregnant, mm-hmm. and that was hard. Yeah, I that think that was really hard. Didn't Ali Wong also do that? I think. Yes. Yeah, that's sort yeah. of crazy. Like, I mean, um, props for you, because, like, like, when you're a comedian, I noticed that a lot of comedians do not have kids. And I think the reason because of that is because they're always on the road. Like, they can't really have a chance to settle down, start a life, have a family, because then they can't be on the road, and they just probably can't do their job anymore. Well, I have a really supportive husband mm-hmm. yeah. who um, knew mm-hmm. when he met me that mm-hmm. I was a stand-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was really grateful to mm-hmm. tour with a mom show mm-hmm. yeah. when I first got pregnant. So they mm-hmm. understood mm-hmm. that I that I was a mom. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. when I went to Canada. That was mm-hmm. really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't Because I'm an actor and they want me in town mm-hmm. to yeah. do jobs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um I don't tour as much as I do. I yeah. do one-nighters. Yeah. I do a one-nighter here. I do mm-hmm. a weekend there. Mm-hmm. I toured with my one-woman show, and I mm-hmm. was gone for two mm-hmm. weeks. That was really hard yeah. for my kids. Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. Well, I think the easiest know, way to have kids, like, when you do a stamp comedy, is, like, do what you do. Like, live in, like, L.A. and New York, somewhere where there's, like, comedy clubs on every block, basically. Well, because of COVID, things have changed, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. I mean... I just did my first mm-hmm. sort of real in-person show. Mm-hmm. I've been doing parks and things like that, mm-hmm. but the improv does a mm-hmm. show um, outside. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. Yeah. And then, you know, Flappers has been doing a lot of Zoom, yeah. Comedy Therapy, New mm-hmm. Jersey, and Broadway mm-hmm. Comedy yeah. Club, which you've been doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, um, some of the clubs, you know, have unfortunately not made it, but mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. them are coming back because in New yeah. York, mm-hmm. April 2nd, all the mm-hmm. comedy clubs could come back. Have you ever performed, that's, okay, so, but, have you ever performed at the comedy store? Yeah. Oh, nice. Main room yeah. or, um, at the other part? I've done the belly room, I've done mm-hmm. the main room, I've performed at the Laugh Factory mm-hmm. in Long Beach and also in mm-hmm. Hollywood. I performed at Flappers, mm-hmm. I performed at the Improv, mm-hmm. so I performed at all the clubs. I have yet to perform at the Comedy Magic Club, but I hope to. 
Wait, um, I, I never heard of that before. So the Comedy Magic Club is by the beach, mm-hmm. and it's famous because it was the place that Jay Leno, when he had the Tonight Show, oh. every Sunday you could see him working out his set for the week for his hour. Oh, for that's so hour, cool. For his monologue. Mm-hmm. For his monologue. Jeez, that, that must have got the club a lot of attention. Well, yeah, and he was there every week, so mm-hmm. people would come to see him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I would, like, love to open for him. Like, when, I wonder if other um, comedians do that, though. Like, other comedians that have shows. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Brian Kiley, who's mm-hmm. the head writer, and Laurie Kilmartin, who are the head writers for um, Conan. Oh, yeah, I actually um, was talking to Brian Kiley the other day. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Brian makes sure that he works out his mm-hmm. set because mm-hmm. he's giving jokes to mm-hmm. Conan, so mm-hmm. he's got to work out mm-hmm. stuff, you yeah. know, to make sure mm-hmm. it's funny. yeah. So, um, I really enjoyed talking to you, and this was just so nice having you on. Thank you so much for having you on, and before we go, are there any um, social media you would like to link? Sure. So, if anyone wants to find me, you can go to M. Kennedy, like the president, Mm -hmm. K-E-N-N-E-D-Y, comedy, Mm -hmm. and you can uh, reach me at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and watch the last mm-hmm. episode of Shameless on Sunday on okay. Showtime. Okay, so bye and have a fantastic day. Yeah, you too.